0: Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now I'm joined by Richard Lee Hamilton and Angus McBride from Esther Rangu. Good morning. What, Anna? Hi. How are we both today? Doing swell, thank you. Yourself? Feeling fresh. Yes, well that's good, and so clean. Thank you. Yeah, well done. I uh, don't know why we have to celebrate that, but that's fine. Right, Heading the road with new tracks in tow, because um, you've got a split. Well, split single coming out, Dream and Clear Lake. Asta um, Rangu made a bit of a surprise return this year, Richard, uh, with your return to Aotearoa. Was the plan for the project always to be recommenced on your return?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of... I didn't realise the timing was so poor when I left, I think, initially. I, I expected the project to kind of keep going, but then um, my travel plans kind of, I don't know, just kind of sprung up on me and I thought when I got back that I would jump straight back into it but I kind of felt a little bit not necessarily disillusioned but when I was in the UK I didn't play much music Yeah. I came back and I just wasn't sure mm-hmm. whether I wanted to do a band again yeah. in that format yeah. but after some time and some soul searching um, I had a conversation with Angus and he was keen to get on board and then mm. that was kind of the impetus for getting things rolling Nice, nice, well um, thanks for that Angus
2: My pleasure yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll
2: do whatever I can to help
0: um, okay, so, I mean, was the UK, it was just a, I mean, what was what was that trip all about? I mean, was it almost if when you got there, plans changed and and you kind of were a little bit of soul searching, finding yourself in something, or what was going on with yourself?
1: Yeah, there were a lot of things. Um, number one, I wanted to visit my sister. I hadn't seen her in a couple of years. Mm-hmm, she was mm-hmm. over there. Um, and also, I hadn't really left Dunedin. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Except You're for, right. you know, brief forays or, um, around New Zealand or slightly to Australia. So it was, it was an opportunity to self-search, I think, and also just to kind of take myself out of that context. And when I got there, it was kind of nice not to do a lot of music because yeah. I felt that that kind of had dominated my early 20s. Well, and so, it had. Yeah. It had. I mean, yeah. I remember when I
0: first met you, I uh, built the bands a long hey. time ago, Mr. Biscuits. Uh, what a time that was! Still got songs on the playlist. Still play them.
1: Uh, they could be the next one to reform.
0: Yeah, could be. Could be. We've been waiting a long time.
1: Probably not.
0: But there was there was a reformation of uh, Mr. Biscuits at one stage, wasn't there? Was
1: it? Yeah, it was kind of like I think there was a point that Sarah returned to it for yeah. a couple of gigs, and then it kind of fell away again. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, shambles was a, a part of the aesthetic and also
2: the personality <laughs> time. So yeah. Not with this one though. No. Not with this project. No shambles involved. No shambles involved. None at all. Clean that up. Yeah.
0: Um, straight back into it with a, with a heavy um, run of support slots um, with um, Breakouts, Marlon William, Marlon streaming, uh, and two of the nation's favourites with Harvey Unclear and The Beths. I mean, that's a massive, it's quite massive for a, a project that kind of dropped away for three years. It's like, bang, straight back into it. Like you, and you, you were saying, I wasn't quite sure. And then all of a sudden you've got these support
1: slots. Yeah, it was kind of, it, it went from kind of, yeah, zero to, you know, 100 miles an hour, which was which was amazing. And that was um, kudos to Angus for putting the feelers out and chatting to people and being like, you know, this is a project that has been dormant for a bit. But um, we banked on the, the quality of the EP, which we still really love. Yeah. Uh, and thought that we could just jump straight back on it.
2: And the quality of Richard's reputation as well, like being a being a musician for so long, involved with so many different acts. It was, it was to me, it was quite important that we didn't that we that we started as a we mean to go on. Yeah, like we really put value behind the project and said like we're not going to play at the Crown for five bucks. We're going to aim higher. We're going to try and actually start out really strong. And so we did.
0: Let's just say that it's not bad for paying at the crown for five bucks there. No, no, not all. Not all but we've
2: we've done that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yes. We've we've done those years um, and I feel like we don't have to anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. and pay your dues. Yeah, and I love doing all those shows and this kind of thing. I remember when going back to Mister Biscuits again. I think mm. one music month we played like eleven shows in one month, <laughs> yeah. and you know it's, it's amazing and it's good for you know. Um, harnessing your um your act or, as we we didn't quite do with that band. Um keeping the shambles alive. But uh I think yeah what, what it came down to was that um Dunedin and New Zealand you, you can saturate yourself if you play too much. Oh, totally. And it's it's really important to assert that value in scarcity in in a yeah. sense.
2: And we're a lot busier now than we were when we were twenty two. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's it's important to make to make everything that we do worth while I guess because our time is Worth more,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. You've got to take your time away from paying the mortgage and things like that. Oh Probably God. I don't know
2: mortgage and dog and
0: well, yeah, that's right. Try oh, having food bills. Yeah, uh, you know, you haven't quite made it to my level yet, lads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh jeepers! Right, uh, right. Obviously, males is a part of this as well as also releasing and touring. Uh, that's an even bigger
1: surprise. Um, obviously, this the song um, has been around for a while. Yeah, so that that song was actually recorded at the same time as the None the Wiser album. Yeah. And so we kind of got to the end of the mixing process and we realised that we couldn't find a way to slot it in to the order. Um, It kind of fitted better with the two EPs before that, Mm -hmm. which is actually quite a nice thing to release now because it kind of ties all those, well, all those releases together.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, creates Mm. it
1: into a nice little package. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then this tour will be maybe a full stop. Yes, yeah, that's what it will be, yeah. yeah. And I think it's, it's more so because I, we played one show, I think, in early 2015 and then I think Bandcamp, we only released it on in March. So we never had a chance to play any of these shows, uh, any of the songs live really except for a couple of couple of new ones at the time. Mm-hmm. So it is a good opportunity to kind of give it the send-off it deserves, yeah. I think, at least for that creative part of my life, I feel like. Um, there's some unfinished business there,
0: and I think um, unfinished business for the fans of the band as well.
1: Yeah, definitely so. I think w- in terms of doing playing shows outside of Dunedin, there wasn't really. Um, I mean, we played in Wellington once. I think Christchurch a couple of times, but you know, it's been that number of years, and the amount of people that have, you know, oh, it's not a huge amount of people, but the people come up to me that have of, of a younger generation that never saw us play. Oh, yeah. um, that um, really enjoyed the, those recordings. Um, it's going to be awesome to give them an opportunity to see it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you've got a lot of fans from Utiputi that were uni students and have gone Mm. off, and they're living in these other cities now, and they'll have other friends. And so no doubt they'll be like, oh, shit, Males is playing. And it'll be quite exciting. They would have introduced their friends uh, to the band already. So um, that's... It's almost like, you know, um, Esther's got a support slot with males. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, and I think the way that we, we, um, we stack the shows in terms of males opening is to kind of, that's more symbolic in terms of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I totally, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, in terms of the reach um, and uh, just, yeah, the reputation that males had from from those years, certainly would should put it at the top of the bill. But it's, it's nice to put that current creative... Push at the top, mm. yeah,
0: um, and it's going to be both
1: bands,
0: uh, both uh, bands for both bands. You get the backing band for, for, for both bands. So, um, Angus, I know you're a big fan of Males, so and now you're playing the songs.
2: that's very exciting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did, there was no um, ulterior motive when sort of coming up with this idea. That I was like, oh, I finally get to be in Males. It just kind of in in our minds, it made a lot of sense because we were thinking during this the initial planning, how we, can we, it'd be great if we could get another band on the tour with us mm. without actually increasing the tour party at all. And like yes. we work with, um, we've got Josh Nichols and Julie Dunn in the band and they are involved in Trace and Trace and obviously involved in so many other bands. And we thought, you know, oh, you know, if we could add one person to the tour party, would that mean we had another band? Um, and we just thought, we realised that we actually don't even have room for one more person. And then we just had this idea that we could bring males back and just use Josh and me, and we'd have two bands in one car. And then males would also bring people along to these shows to introduce this new project. To mm. them. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I've, I've already been practicing the songs, and it's like it's, it's really nostalgic um, and and really cool to be on that side of the the music. Doing the BVs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Richard played at a birthday party a few weeks ago, and um, I did that. It was great.
0: Are uh, you guys are like the non-related new Cathro brothers?
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, we've Got the mention classes as well.
0: And <laughs> I
1: love that yeah, impeccable facial. Hair. That's it. That. Because um,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm sure and Clear or um, did a tour with the Lizard and Lizard. Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, we were. Yeah, we chatted to them about that. Actually, yeah. the idea of they kind of. Opened for themselves, or they just yeah. changed personnel and then just did the whole tour. So
2: we, we were we were certainly conscious of that being odd at the beginning. But when we were playing with Harvey and Clear, we had a chat to Paul about it, and he was like, "Oh no, people don't even notice." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe we could all just change our t-shirts, <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be cool. So uh,
1: yeah, put on no. a hat, take off a hat. Exactly, yeah. No one ever notices, Paul.
0: Um, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so it's a full stop on, on one project. And it's, uh, well, I mean, it's not like Asterangu has not been around, hasn't released anything. But it's, I guess it's a new coming out party for, for, for that project. Um, so, I mean, that must be exciting in a way, being able to say goodbye to something that meant so much to you for a long time. And also being able to say hello, the world, with this other one.
1: Oh, exactly. I think it's kind of a perfect opportunity to do both of those things. And I think where my headspace was at in twenty fifteen when Mouse went on hiatus to where I am now, it's just kind of worked apart. Yeah. That said, you know, historically and personally, um, it it's still two sides of the same coin. You know, it's still me at the heart of it and I I feel like if someone enjoys one of them then there's a good chance that they'll have inroads into enjoying the other one. Mm-hmm. So um and also that whole period that I was dormant in the UK. Um, not playing. I was still writing that whole time Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be it's been cathartic to transfer those songs into a live setting but also just to I don't know, give credence to that period of my life that I still love music and still love writing it but I wasn't doing anything with it. So are we going to see those tracks emerge at
0: some stage?
1: Yeah, yeah. So there'll be, I mean, so we've got obviously the first single but we'd love to do some more recording early next year. Um, I mean, there's a bank of you know, 50, 60 ideas that I think are worth making it yeah. onto, a, onto a record, but obviously <laughs> it's the idea. It's just, it's, it, you've got to kind of dam the river a little bit and quality control. Uh, well,
0: when was the yeah. last time New Zealand did a triple album? Mm. You know, gatefold vinyl. You're, you're yeah, exactly. Home like, uh, yeah, it's
1: time to bring it back. You know? yeah, I think it's time to bring it back. Let's On Laserdisc as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Right, so um, the show in Utiputti is on the 20th of February uh, at um, Dive. Tickets are undertheradar.co.nz. You can get those now. And the single comes out in January. 29th. Yeah, 29th. is yep. Two days after my mum's birthday. Happy birthday in advance for that. <laughs> uh, well, thank you both for coming in. Thanks, Thanks Jamie. Um, and we will talk again when the singles are released. Beautiful.
1: Sounds wonderful. Cheers. Thanks, Jamie.